Today's episode is brought to you by the Southern Living Plant Collection. To view our plant collection, find a retailer near you, or buy online, visit southernlivingplants.com. From around the world, across the nation, and up your street, it is I, Steve Bender, the Grumpy Gardener. Welcome to the new podcast from Southern Living, Ask Grumpy. One of my foremost goals as a grumpy gardener is to have all of my fans be able to grow gardens that are just as beautiful as mine. I'm here with my co-host, Nella McGuff. Hi, Nella. Happy Saturday, Steve. Happy Saturday to you, Nella. We are back with another question for the grumpy gardener. My azaleas have weird growths on the leaves that start out green then become fuzzy and white. What can I do to stop this? Okay. This is another very common problem that people have. It's a fungus called azalea leaf gall. It's spread by spores. They're in the air. They're everywhere. You can't keep this fungus out of your yard, basically. So it doesn't really hurt the plant. It just makes it look ugly. And what happens is, You'll see the leaves. They start looking weird, like they're alien leaves. And they look, you know, kind of like cauliflower and everything. And they get real thick. And then they turn light green. And then as they get older, they turn this kind of grayish white. And that's the color of all the spores that spread to other leaves. Now, the easiest way to control this, it's real simple. If you get out there before uh, the problem is too far along, you just pick off the weird-looking leaves, throw them in a bag, throw them in the trash, and there's no more spores to spread the rest of your azaleas. If it's really bad, you can spray your azaleas with a fungicide to stop the fungus from taking over, and that'll work for the whole growing season. But I'd say your best bet is just to get out there. They're easy to pick off. and Just throw them in a bag, throw them out with the trash, and you won't have hardly any next year. What kind of fungicide would you use? I would use one that you can get at most garden centers. It's called Daconil, D-A-C-O-N-I-L, and follow it according to label directions, and be sure you wear gloves when you're spraying, and that will stop the uh, fungus from spreading on your azaleas. Well, that sounds good. Brilliant. Brilliant. You are so brilliant. I hope we do. hard to believe. Thank you, Steve. Create the perfect outdoor living space for your lifestyle with Southern Living Plants. Southern Living Plants bloom bigger for longer and offer foliage as stunning and healthy as the flowers. They grow more compactly so they fit your outdoor spaces, and you can prune less and enjoy more. Dig the good life with Southern Living Plants. View my favorites at plantsbymail.com forward slash Grumpy's Garden and enter Grumpy for an exclusive Grumpy Gardener listener discount. What is our plant tip of the weekend for our lovely listeners? Okay. If you people are going out and you're going to the garden center or nursery and you're looking for a flowering tree, please, please, please 
do not buy a Bradford pear. Bradford pears are a nationwide menace. Everybody loves them because they have beautiful white flowers in the springtime. They're easy to grow. It's hard to kill, even if you want to. They turn a beautiful red color in the fall. But there's really serious problems. One is the flowers stink. I think they smell like fish. So if you like to have a yard that everybody comes over, let's go to the fish house. Okay, well, fine. Plant a Bradford pear. The second reason you don't want to plant a Bradford pear is because when it gets 25 to 30 feet tall, it has very weak branching. And so it's the first tree that's either going to fall apart or fall over or just send branches crashing through your roof. It's a very weak tree. So even if it doesn't do any damage to your house, you're going to be stuck with a half a tree until that half falls down. You don't like that. The worst thing about Bradford pear, and this has to do with every flowering pear, not fruiting pears, but flowering pears, is that when they cross-pollinate, they produce these real hard, little, teeny pears on the tree. And they're all filled with fertile seed. So the birds eat them, and they spread the seed everywhere. And so when you see flowering trees, white flowers in the woods in the springtime or by the side of the roads or in drainage ditches or my favorite around shopping malls, because that's where they, all the landscapers planted them, these are seedling Bradford pears. So they're very invasive. And the other thing about them, the seedlings are all viciously thorny. You cannot get close to these things. They make an impenetrable thicket. So it's not a tree that we need more of in your state or in this country. And a lot of states are banning them. So find some other tree that's an ornamental tree that you like, but don't plant a Bradford pear. There's only one good use for a Bradford pear, and that's food for a wood chipper. Okay, well... Tell us how you really feel about that poor Bradford pear, Steve. <laughs> However, let's end this on a little positive note. What kind of ornamental flowering tree or something pretty could someone plant in place of a Bradford pear? Okay, you could plant a crab apple. You could plant a redbud tree. You could plant a silver bell tree. You could plant a dogwood. You could plant a flowering magnolia. Those are all beautiful trees. There's one that I like that's blooming in my yard right now called serviceberry. It's a native tree, beautiful white flowers in the springtime, turns a nice color in the fall, yellow, but it also has berries on it that taste like blueberries. Every bit is good. It's called serviceberry. So when you go to your garden center, ask for that. But that would make a really good substitute for a Bradford pear. Well, that's interesting. I've never heard of that yeah. tree. Well, that's why you, you ask me. I know. Gosh, <laughs> you are the king of all plant information. It's very true. Very true. Well, thanks a lot, Grumpy. Y'all have a good day. Thanks for tuning in to Ask Grumpy. This podcast airs every Wednesday and Saturday. If you have a question, you know where to find me. No question goes unanswered on the Grumpy Gardener Facebook page. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. 
We'd love your feedback. Be sure to use words like brilliant, wonderful, and life-changing as often as possible. If you could rate this podcast and leave a review, that would make Grumpy very happy. You can also find us online at southernliving.com forward slash ask Grumpy.